Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Basket of Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. 216-474-0092. Dan Menigan in today for Jeff. Just trying to think. I think he's the 26th leading rusher in Browns history. I say that because I know how humble he is, and he will never say anything about it. He is a former Browns running back and also does the postgame show on Spectrum News 1 uh, following all kinds of big-time games. He is Jamel White, and he is on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. What's up, 26? What's happening, Jamel? First off, why do you always do that? Because you're my I don't friend. Because you're my friend. Stop that. Stop That's why. That. What's going on, fellas? What's good today? What's up with you? All right, so Dan's got a story. Right. He wants to bring you in first before I, we start I, talking for you. Jamel, I need you two cents on this. So earlier in the show, I was giving Andy all kinds of crud about the fact that Marvin Harrison Jr. didn't speak to the media, that, that he blew off his combine uh, media availability. And, you know, basically giving, because Andy's, you know, 1 1 in the Marvin Harrison Jr. fan club. And so I, <laughs> I, I had to give him all sorts of crud. I think he might be the treasurer. I'm good with it. I, the guy's amazing. He, he is incredible. Jamali may have been onto something by skipping this. So Roma Duzier, or a Duz, um, Just Duzier, keep going. Is the is speaking right now? He's the wide receiver from Washington. The guy is unbelievable. He's speaking to the media right now. He was just asked this question: Could you land a plane in case of an emergency? <laughs> Rome without missing a beat. Absolutely not. We're going down. All souls have perished. <laughs> All right, maybe Marvin Harrison was on to something. Was that his answer? That was his answer. He said we would all perish? Yeah, yeah. he says we're going down. All souls have perished. Absolutely not. I could land a plane in case of an emergency. Well, I mean, dude, why oh. would you even ask him that question? <laughs> like, why? Okay, why would you even ask him that question? You're not even there. This dude's not a pilot. 
He's a football player. Like, why would you ask him something like that? You're right. If I was Marvin Harris, like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. And maybe he got caught wind to the question that was going to be asked. Andy, I owe you an apology. No, I'm you sorry. Know, I was, well, let right. me ask you. This is a He's great right. question because Marvin Harrison should have left. This is the kind of stuff that comes. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that comes up at the combine or when they come in to see you. Uh, Jamal, when you graduated from what? West, Eastern, Dakota, Northern. That. Oh, my God. South Dakota, I know. Um, yeah. Did you get asked any funky questions? When I went? Yeah, no. when when, like, a, they, when scouts were talking they, to you? No, well, they ask you questions. It's like, but they didn't ask you stuff like that. It wasn't, like, ridiculous. Like, they would ask you, like, for me, my biggest question from everyone was, how did you end up in the Division Two school? That was the biggest question I had to keep asking. I mean, I had to keep answering over and over and over again because they just couldn't believe. Like, they, they were looking for, like, yeah, I was on a run from from shooting somebody or something. Because I'm from South Central Los Angeles. So, you know, and I ended up in at the University of South Dakota. So they're thinking to themselves, like, why didn't you go to, like, USC or UCLA or another school that's a Division One school? Well, how did you end up there? So that was my biggest thing. But you just said you should have just said, I'm a huge hockey fan. And South Dakota is good hockey. And I just wanted to go watch games and play football at the same time. That would have worked, right? <laughs> No, man. Once I I kind of told them my situation, they were just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So, I mean, but to land a plane? Like, who would? I probably would have gave a similar answer. Like, I don't even know how you would even ask that. That is, That's not even relevant. You would have shamed the plane into landing itself. I know you too well. You'd be like, plane, you land now. And the plane would be like, yes, sir. Whatever you say, Mr. White, I'm in. Duh-uh, duh-uh, duh. I'd be like, how many parachutes are actually on this daddy right now? <laughs> There's a joke That's there somewhere. I... You know that, right? <laughs> some political leader, some religious leader, something like that. And and then you would have There's right. a joke there. Let's get, get me out of this quickly. So, please, Jamel, please. in 2024, is the combine relevant for players? Uh, I don't think so, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think that. You know, when it comes, I think the only thing that's relevant for players when it comes to the combine is like the 40. That's it. Like, that's all people really, really care about is just to be able to say, oh, well, he, he could run this fast. Because during the year, you've already, you, you already seen them play. You already see what they're going to do. They're not at the combine for no reason at all. You only invite so many people. So, yeah, I mean, they only care to see your 40. Now, to be completely honest, these dudes who are doing it at their pro days or at their pro day, that's all That's all you really need to do. Like, when I went, I wasn't even at the combine. They came and seen me at a bowl game and at my pro day, and that was it. I, I wasn't offered to go to the combine. They were just like, why didn't you go? So I had to answer that question too, but so you had to tell them, hey, you guys didn't invite me. Is that what you said, or yeah? Well, so here's the thing, and people don't understand this. Like the crazy part back then for a Division two school, it was not like Division two school athletes were being asked to do anything, right? You know, like you had like it wasn't the norm, so. Maybe they might have asked me, but the guy who actually did like our PR stuff just didn't say nothing. He might have been like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
You know what I mean? So it was completely different back then. Like, it wasn't how it is now. Like, the combine now, it's like a, a production. It's like a big production now. Like, you letting in fans and doing all this other stuff. Back then, it was like, nah, you end up in Indianapolis, you do what you got to do. The, those scouts were it, – it was different. Now it's, it's completely different than it was back then. Huh. How, do you remember how many teams you talked to? <sighs> Man. So my situation was completely different because when I was at this all-star game or bowl game or whatever, Mm -hmm. after I ran my 40, that was it. That's when everybody wanted to talk to me. Mm -hmm. No one talked to me before then. What'd you run? Do you remember? I ran a 4-2-3. 4-2-3, man. I I thought you were faster than that. Uh, just easy. Well, I didn't realize how fat man, you were. Whew, lightning. That, that was that was game on. So yeah. then they went and looked at film and did all that. But then people just start coming to my school and talking to me, asking me questions that night. When I went back to my hotel room, I had like people just waiting outside my hotel room. I had agents waiting. So it was it was completely different. But now you you your pro day. Only thing you have to do, you kind of tell people what you're going to do to work out for them. Back then, they told you what you're going to do. You know what I mean? So that aspect of football now is it's literally crazy. Like, I, I say this, and if you ask another football player who played, like, around the time where I play, I would have loved to come to the NFL right now because you play longer. It's more geared towards the player now. You got guaranteed money. You got all kinds of stuff that you didn't have back then. Jamel White, former Browns running back, says he can't land a plane in an emergency. We think he'd figure it out. <laughs> Joining us on the North Upstate Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. All right, Jamel, we saw the Nick Chubb injury. A lot of people are wondering what the Browns should possibly do at running back. You played the position. You know the position well. You know the NFL well on top of that. Should the Browns make an investment in running back in the offseason so that they don't put as much, I guess, stock in Nick Chubb finding his way back? Man, it, yeah, here's the difficult part about that. I say they got to do something for running back. I mean, I think Ford showed enough to where he could, you know, he's a good change of pace back and he could run the ball and all that good stuff. But when it comes to Nick, that's a different situation, man. Like, Nick is that type of player that you want to keep around no matter what, you know, because he is not – He's not a flashy guy. He seems like he's a great locker room guy. And, you know, from a personal perspective, you owe him that. Now, from a business standpoint, it's like, all right, you just had a big injury. What can we, can we restructure your contract to fit what we need? Or can we trade you to get some value out of you at this point. Like what, what, what can we do to get something out of you? And then if we can't, is there another running back out there who has value that we could go get in the off season? So there's a business aspect to it. And I think like when you deal with fans and the fan base, they don't care about the business part. They just care about, okay, for this many seasons, he did this. Well, the Browns, they can't look at it like that. And and it's sad to say that because I'm a fan of his, but 
dude, there's a business aspect that they got to look at, that they got to try and continue to grow the organization and get value out of things like that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just a different way to look at things. Yeah, I don't know how, because this is, I was going to bring up this point with you, because Andrew Barry the other day was like, he kind of went a little beyond the not for long league. Like he, you know, he, he talked about his value to the organization and that he's a game changer and that, you know, we all know if he's healthy, he's worth every penny they, they planned on paying him. So right. can you come back and try to structure a deal where it's incentive based and do that without disrespecting Nick? Although I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just know what I see on the outside with Nick and I have a ton of respect for him. I just think it's a weird spot for everyone to be in because the fans appreciate him. I think the organization truly appreciates him and everything he's done for the organization, but we're all sitting here kind of on needles and pins wondering what he's going to look like after the surgery and knowing what he, you know he's had to have done, it doesn't look like it's going to be an easy road to recovery. Nah, I, I think for any running back or just anybody who has like a a simple injury, not even a big injury. Like even with, like let's just say you pull a hamstring. All right. Well, in your mind, your hamstring is pulled for a lot longer than what it is because you're constantly thinking about it, and you're thinking about the next play, and you don't want to do this. Now, if you're a running back and you're like a franchise running back, and we're about to put everything on you, we're going to try to. You're hoping in your mind that. Nothing happens like that to you again. So I think the biggest problem for Nick is going to be that mental part. It's not the physical part. Sure, he's going to handle that. Like, he's going to be what he is. But when you go back out there, you're running back, you're making cuts, you're doing all kinds of stuff that maybe at other positions you don't have to do. Like alignment, you just put some a knee brace on them and let them go. You know what I mean? From an injury like that, and he he'll be fine. But the running back, it's a little bit different, man. So I think the the physical stuff he'll be good. It's just the mental stuff that it would concern me about him. And is he strong enough mentally to handle that? That's that's a big part. And I and I don't think that the organization is wanting to cut him because of what he has brought to the team. Right. And if you really think about it, without him over the last few years, where would the Browns be? You know, like he was like there, he, he was it. So I don't think they want to get rid of him. They're got to, they got to try and do something for him. But if they are going to do something to him for the players that they truly respect, they're going to try and put him in the best position possible. Even if that's a trade or working out, a different deal, but they're going to try and do what's in the best interest of him. At That's a hard place to get to in the league, isn't it? Too to be in that spot in that spot where they respect you enough that that you got to try to figure out how to do this the right way. I mean, there are, there are very few players that get to go through that process. No, you're you're absolutely correct because most players, it becomes a personal thing with them when something happens. You know what I mean? Right. Like for him, I have never one time. Heard something crazy that he might have said in a newspaper or been around the facility and you hear players saying something negative about him or maybe he, he's just not been that guy. He's just, he's not the, when he gets the first down, he's not getting up, putting his arm straight. Like I got this first. No. Nah, yeah. Like you used to do. I uh, man, when you used to do that, it drive me crazy. 
No, dude, when I used to do what? Get up and put my... And I would never do that. I know you would. That's just crazy talk. So it's like, dude, like that's the type of dude that you want. And the NFL is in a place, and it's not a bad place, but it's in a place where people celebrate everything. And he's just, I'm going to go... I'm going to break off this 80-yard run, and I'm just going to hang you back this ball. Or I'm going to break off an 80-yard run, and we don't really need to embarrass this team anymore. I'm just going to run out of bounds. Like, that's the type he's of a pro's he's pro. He's a pro's yeah. pro right here. Yeah. I, so, I, I, we only got a couple more minutes, right? I want to ask you a couple of questions. One, th- there's been a lot of talk about maybe perhaps having a dome here somewhere in the near future. Um, you played what Dakota Dome? Did you play? You did play in that, didn't you? That was yes. your home, wasn't yep. it? Okay. Yes, it was. All right. You tell me the difference between being a running back in a dome and and you know where we where you had to run here on the lakefront, and would it be to um, an advantage to the Browns to be playing in a dome? Oh, man, well, this is how I look at it. I played in a dome and played outside when I played um, in South Dakota. So. In the dome, everybody's on the same footing. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, however you get down, the weather does not matter. Outside, obviously, you know the offense has a little better of a um, of a of an advantage because they can they already know what they're doing. So it depends, man. Like if the Browns do a dome, you can host more things. I think that's a an advantage to Cleveland itself. That's like they can have a Super Bowl here. You know, no one right. wants to come play a Super Bowl here if we don't have a dome. Like, you can use it more. You can use it over the course of the whole year instead of just during football. You could put concerts in there. You could do all kinds of different things. So from a business perspective, it's better to have a dome. From a football perspective, that's like – that's an up-in-the-air type thing. Like, I can do a dome or without a dome. You know what I mean? Obviously, I don't want to be cold and shivering, but at the same time, it wouldn't really matter to me. All right, Jamal. To everybody out there on the Marvin Harrison fan club who skipped today, <laughs> I once again apologize. Roma Dunze, the wide receiver from Washington, was now asked if birds are real. <laughs> that was a question? That was a real question. From the media? From, or the, from, media. Uh, from the media. Are birds real? <laughs> Marvin Harrison was right. I'm sorry, Andy Baskin. I'm sorry to everybody out there who took any offense to be having fun with this. You're right. This is pointless. He should have skipped. <laughs> Dude, I'm that's done. crazy. I'm done. Are birds real? Oh, they yeah. must have some, this dude. This dude must have said something or did something that they did not like. Is this the same dude that was talking about? He don't know if space is real. No, I think that's a different guy. Roma, yeah, oh, okay. Roma Dunze was a wide receiver from Washington who is unbelievable. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just a great wide receiver, and I don't know why this is taking place, but good golly, Jamel, it's just firmer hammers home that maybe the combine is useless. Next time we have you on, we'll think of some crazy, more, more crazy questions for you. How's that sound? No, I won't. Uh, no, You're I done. won't answer. I'll just, just click. That's all you'll get. Is like, where'd Jamel go? Huh? Where'd he go? Uh, it'll be like, yeah, I hit that Marvin Harris on you. I'm on to Cincinnati. That's what you would say. <laughs> Goodbye, Jamel. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Thank dude. you. Take care. All right, talk to you. All right, yes, Jamel White, yeah, former nice. Browns running back number 25 on the all-time rushing list. If you're keeping score at home, and also does the post-game show on Spectrum News One, and of course he was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I got to hear more of these questions when we come back. We'll talk about that. Um, and we'll talk more combine stuff. Plus, Brian Anderson joins us at noon. Baskin and Phelps with Dan Menigan. Is he strong enough mentally to handle that? That's that's a big part. And I and I don't think that the organization is wanting to cut him because of what he has brought to the team. Right. And if you really think about it, without him over the last few years, what would the Browns be? That's a good question. Jamel White, former Browns running back, was just on with us. If you missed any of the interview, it is available on the Odyssey app, Baskin and Phelps podcast. Um, Jeff is off today. Dan Menigan is in 216-474-0092. 216-474-0092. You can always hit us up on social media at CLE Talking Heads. Um, also, well, I want to come back to that. You know, that's Jamel talking about Nick Chubb and the situation that the Browns and, and Chubb are currently in right now, trying to figure out the future for the for both sides of that. That works out, and I think we as fans, we all want it to work out perfectly, but you never know what's going to happen. Now, there was another thing that came up in the middle of the interview and actually started the interview. And what, what, So what's the deal with the birds? I'm just going <laughs> are straight Are we really doing this on the air? Well, you know what? Because you asked that question, then I, <sighs> then I made the mistake of Googling. You don't even want to know what I Googled. I Googled craziest questions from the Combine. And some of these are like, I can't believe that teams ask these questions. All right, so it is it is a great conspiracy theory. Okay. I'm not trying to go down this road. I'm not, please don't call us for this or send tweets or anything like that. It is a conspiracy theory that made me laugh. It has been around for a long it has been around for a good period of time. It's a conspiracy theory that birds are fake. And in reality, they're government spies. They're not actually animals. Oh, They're just robotic goodness. government spies. 
that record all of our conversations and send it back. Well, then right? will you tell the government to stop pooping on my car? <laughs> well, that's how they put the microphone. I don't in understand. Your car. How does that work? That's how they. That's how they listen to inside your car. Okay. Right. So that's part of what he was answering. I have no idea if if. Washington wide receiver Roma Dunze has said anything in the regard of birds or anything like that, but that is the origin of that statement of if birds are real. And Rome responded with, uh, and Roma Dunze, of course, a wide receiver from Washington, going to be a very high draft pick, uh, one of the top three in this class, whatever order you want to put him, Malik Neighbors, and Marvin Harrison Jr. in. He said all birds are real with one exception, pigeons are fake. And I don't know if he said that out of sarcasm, or I don't know if he said that because he believed it, but that was his answer when the media at the Combine asked him if birds were real. So, that, but this this is, uh, I don't know, is, is this like flat earth stuff? Is that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, we're kind of in flat earth territory <sighs> on a chunk of that stuff. Again, I don't know if they're trying to just, like, distract him. I don't know if they're trying to rattle him and see how he handles pressure and, and off-the-wall things and react in the moment. I think that's the thought of this. Is how is this guy react in the moment? Again, this is the media asking these questions. This is it inside the room. So they're the and so a lot of the inside the room questions have come out too. Okay, and so I'm looking through the past couple years. I don't even know that I'm comfortable reading these on the air. Some All right, of them. then then don't. I'll read the ones that I am. Comfortable. Let's not get fired. No, I'm not going to. But <laughs> it's, it's a just, Friday. You don't want to turn this into a uh, multiple day weekend. Would you share your internet history with us? The only, I think, I like, I just can't believe some of the, these are all according to uh, uh, Sportskedia is where I found these. What is your murder weapon of choice? <laughs> a team asked the player that. Like, Mr. Green. Boxers or briefs. I don't think that's a big deal. With the lead pipe. But what do you. In the conservatory. What do you gain by asking boxers or briefs? Like, what's the, are, it's, I guess it's not the answer. It's the reaction to the answer. Yeah. It's the nonverbal. Right. I mean, everybody's had these when you've done job interviews. They want to see these things. Like, I was asked in a job interview once, if you were a tree, what tree would you be? Like, everybody has those. It wasn't from Poobah. Poobah didn't ask me that question. But in previous job interviews, I was asked that. Like, everybody has those questions in their lifetime. And I, I just don't know. I mean, they're, they're like, I, there's some sexual questions in there, too. I'm just like, what? Yeah. Like, why where do does that? a team, like, I, I just don't understand how they think it's okay to ask those questions. Uh, you know? And maybe the answer is, uh, you know what, uh, none of your business. Because they want to see what's going to happen when the media... I, I can, I, I guess maybe you ask the crazy question because you want to see what happens when someone's now suddenly, who's never really been in front of microphones before, now standing behind 70 microphones at, you know, camp. And, you know, maybe unfortunately they got pulled over for... I'm going to make it light, like speeding or uh, jaywalking. Say they got a ticket for jaywalking. I'm just going to make it light. No, no. They got a ticket for a uh, parking meter. Let me be, let me be better about it. So they got a parking meter ticket, and then now they have to answer questions about the parking meter. And I think they're trying to figure out how you would respond if you started getting questions about that. Yeah, they want to see how you react on your feet. I think that's really the the essence of all of these. You know, can you react in the moment? Can you adapt? Do you get rattled? Do you can you handle pressure and still be able to maintain your composure? I think that's, and I guess your next answer would be like, you know, that's a great question, but I'm here to talk about football. Right? That's the answer to everything then. Or or respond back with, you know, exactly what Roma Dunze did, which was, you know, if the plane's going down, can you save it? Nope. We're all going down. Just tell the truth. Don't 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 blink an eye. I've seen that automatic pilot. A very, I know it works. 
Otto's done wonders for everybody. A, a very, very wise man who is a great, great influence on my career and is now somewhere else has always said a man's going to know his limitations. I appreciate a man who knows his limitations. Can't land a plane. I can't land a plane either. We're going down. I, I, I don't even know if I could lead, you know, lead the prayer service while we're going down. I cannot. Uh, this is from, I, maybe they've changed their ways since 2016, but there's 21 crazy interview questions NFL teams are asking college players. This was in. 2016, so eight years ago. <sighs> what animal would you describe yourself as? What team do you pick in Madden and why? All right, I can, that one I can live with. <sighs> All right, so now people are starting to send me tweets. So our x yes. is powered by Shiba Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. You can always send a message to Joe at CLE Talking Heads. Uh, Mike sent this to us. Apparently, the Illinois tight end Tip Tip Ryman, a former member or a firm member, I should say, of the Birds Aren't Real movement. Quote: Have you ever seen a baby pigeoned? How do we know that power lines aren't pigeon recharging stations? This is where we are at the combine. That's a real question. That's a real question and a real answer from an Illinois tight end. This is where we are. This is where we are. How many different things? I'm going to ask you a couple of these. You answer. I want you to answer a couple oh, of these. I'm going to keep going. Don't get me um, fired. How many different things can you? How many different things can you think of that you, you can that do one. with a paperclip? Um, let's see. Pick a lock. I could. You can. Well, you can. Yes, you, yeah, I guess. you can pick a lock with a with a paperclip if you know what you're doing. You need two, but if you know what you're doing, you can pick a lock. Um, how about four, five? I, I, can I can make that. a hat. I, I, I can make a vest. I could. You can make a vest with a paperclip. No, I was doing airplane. You made the oh, auto yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah. Here, make something of this. I forgot about that. I can um, I can make a vest. I, make I a would boat. put paper in there. I maybe could use it as a chip clip. If I'm bagging up some potato chips. Do they allow the Do they allow the red paperclip answer? Uh, I don't know. I'm just for looking. those of you who don't know. They, there's a great. Every econ professor will tell you it all the time. It's the story of the red paper clip, which means everything has enough value depending on if you find the right person who values it. And so the whole idea is you could take this red paper clip and trade it and get a house if you find the right amount of people in that trading line. So, again, these are combined questions that kind of came up. That's um, the red paper clip answer. Uh, Jeff Thomas is sitting here. I want you to answer this one, too, because I think you'd appreciate this one. He's not on the clock yet. He doesn't. He'll be fine. This is a great question for him. You want. Uh, if you could pick one superpower, what would it be? This is for SI.com. Had that. Super, Super strength. Always was the flash. Super strength? Yes. You know many times I've tried to open a jar of pickles and I couldn't do it? Oh, that's What if you break it, though? You have glass all over the place. You, you learn how to deal with the power properly. You think so? Yeah. Do you have to be like... Hulk size to do it, or can you stay the way no, you are? No, regular, regular. I mean, size. Superman looks Damn. like a normal person. Yeah. Super speed, always super speed. I'm not very fast, and I've always wanted to be fast. Watch the boys. You may want to question having that power. I'm just going to throw oh, that A-train. out there. Oh, no, I've seen yeah. you guys pick. I've flight. seen what's A train. If you have super strength, you can jump real high anyway. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. You're, You're right. The around. Superman doesn't technically but you would fly. Take he the, just jumps. You might take the speed he over the falls flight. with style <laughs> and grace. Yes, and eloquence. <laughs> I might go invisible. That's creepy. You think so? Yes. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, I, uh, flying was the other one. I was going flying. Flying's cool. Don't get me wrong. Flying's cool. That would probably be number two because you save a lot on on you know travel expenses. But still, you know, I need this car moved. Pfft, not a problem. Done. Yeah. Hey, does anybody own this car? You know what? Forget it. I'll just pick it up and move it. That's right. It's not an Which, issue. Which, depending oh. on the car you have, 
Would you Would you rather be Probably a cat? Could do or that. There's a been... couple geos out there that you could kind of pick up and move on your own. I got about twenty so. seconds. Would you rather be a cat or a dog? Dog, cat. Really? They rule the world. What are you talking about? What would you do? Dog. I'd go dog too. Joe, what, would, what did Judge Carlin say? Blank that. I'm a cat. That's what you want. That's the attitude you want. <laughs> not this. These are not hard questions. Boxers or briefs? Last one. I'm not going there. Commando. Boxers. <laughs> <laughs> You asked. Robert and Brexville, you're a friend of the show. I don't care what superpower you want. Thank you for calling. Brian Anderson's going to join us a little bit later. The Florida Man Games? What is that? 216-474-0092. Stick around. Find out. Basket of Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Brian Anderson, super friend of the show, joins us at noon. Paul Hoynes, Cleveland.com, 1 o'clock. Can't wait to talk to him. Uh, Jamal White was just with us at 11 o'clock. We talked to him about... You know, running back situation with Nick Chubb and where the Browns are. Um, and so, Jamel, uh, that interview is available on the Odyssey app if you want to check that out. Baskin and Phelps podcast. So, 216-474-0092. Um, Dan, I do need to ask you about this Florida Man Games. All right. Well, before we get to that, when Jeff Thomas came in here and informed yeah. me that he found something that we needed to hear. And okay. so, I have not heard this yet. You have not heard this yet. Okay. So, I guess Adini Kinkabwala was walking around the Combine, of course, working for CBS Sports, also does sidelines for the Browns, all that kind of good stuff. And she was asking a very important question to a lot of different coaches. And one of the coaches she talked to, Kevin Stavansky. If you needed one of your current players to babysit all three of your children, who would you pick first? That's a great question. The easy answer is, is Nick Chubb. Nick, you, you trust really to do anything. I'd trust Nick to do my taxes. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Audio courtesy of CBS Sports. Yeah, I think that works. I, we were talking at the break. So I've always said the only person on this earth with a 100% approval rating is Dolly Parton. I think we can now expand that to one other person, and I think it's Nick Chubb. Oh, you think I think Chubb. Nick Chubb has now found his Congratulations, way. Congratulations, Nick. You have reached Dolly Parton's status. Yep. I think we can officially announce that. Is the only two people in this earth with an 100% approval rating, Dolly Parton, Nick Chubb. <laughs> I would have him watch my kids. I would have him do my taxes. I'd have to go through the roster to figure that out. I don't know anybody... I don't know anybody well enough. I think I trust you. If I had kids, I'd trust you to watch them. And if I were you, I would not trust me to watch your kids. Um, Because I am an overgrown child. Of the hosts here, this might not be a bad question. Too bad we don't have social media where I could actually do this as a poll. What host would you most trust to watch your kids? <laughs> Which host would you trust to do your taxes? I feel like Nick Wilson would be really good with our, with everybody's kids. I would say Nick. Nick do I want awesome. my kids to be alive when I came back to pick them up? I think that'd be the biggest Ken question. Ken Carmen would do a good job with them, too. I got to give Ken credit. Credit uh, the blast the I got to be honest. I, oh, boy, this is a tough one. Taxes would be Peterlin. Peterlin's very detail-oriented. See, I was going to let Peterlin watch the kids. I would trust him. You wouldn't? Oh, why not? No, we had a conversation about watching movies with your children. Yeah. And he watched, I think it was Casino with his seventh-month-old. And I said, you oh, can't come do on. that. Well, you... I've seen. I saw all sorts of movies when I was that age. It doesn't sit in yet. I don't know, man. He might have your kid watching Roadhouse at three, and then he comes back, and now it's a whole different conversation you're having with your child. Getting Roundhouse kicked in the shin. <laughs> I, 
I don't. I'm trying to think of where I would um, where I would place our morning show, guys. Sorry, Lima's not exact. I uh, I don't want to be a bit on their show, so I'll stop. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Because between the afternoon and the morning show, it's all they do is make bits about each other. Yeah, they're ridiculous. I think they just say things so they have clips to run of each other in each other's shows now. That's where they are at this point. Their their latest battle is about Mark Price. And we almost got sucked into it yesterday. But I, I don't want to, like, we got to be the, we have to be the adults in the midday on this. Kids, kids, settle down now. Let's not throw our toys. Oh, wait a minute. We got to make fun of Baskin. He's, oh, has he done it yet today? He hasn't said anything about Travis Kelsey. Oh, well, we can make fun of that. So sometimes I feel like we're in the middle of this. We got to be like kids, kids, simmer down now. All right. In one I'm of those, trying to think of who though I would let watch my kids. I just, in the I'm kids, glad, I, let me just say this: I'm glad my kids are older and that no one needs to watch them. At this in point. the kids, kids simmer down now. Thing. Yeah, I yeah. feel like all of us had said that at one point or another when it has come to things that have taken place in the state of Florida. Okay, we have often looked at Florida and been like kids, let's simmer down. Florida is a weird place. Everybody, there have been a long-running internet joke where you would type in your birthday, not the year or anything like that, but your birthday and a Florida man, and just read what comes up and sits there and sit there and laugh. And so a few people in Florida have decided to lean into this idea and create what is known as the Florida Man Games. Okay, where, what is this all about? So the Florida Man Games, of course, take place down in Florida. And if you go to their website, they have this. It says, Florida, where outlandish is the norm. You're about to dive headfirst into the most insane athletic showdown on Earth. The Florida Man Games, where the events are as unexpected as the headlines that inspire them. Where the athletes are, let's just say, unconveniently talented. Think you've seen wild? Think again. From wrestling in the mud to wrestling from actual sheriff's deputies, the Florida Man Games are where the bizarre meets the insanity. So they've listed some of their games, including weaponized pool noodle mud duel, where you what? test your strength inside of the Florida Man Games Coliseum, a massive above-ground pool, of course, where they have photos of people with pool noodles beating up on each other. This is an event, the Florida Man Games. The Florida Man Games. And this is all from what you were trying to explain to me. So if I type my birthday into Google. Is right. that so for those of you who that do that, I mean, it's it's Friday and the sun's out and you're already goofing around anyway. Just you type and in the year. Don't put the year in. Okay. Just for the, you know, I, I got pigeons all around the place telling us, you know, telling the government everything. Oh, so okay. just put the date in there and then just type in a Florida man. Uh, just a Florida man. A okay. Florida man. Okay. Yep. Okay. And it. so you type that in, and this was this was a party game for a while. The people were putting it on the internet, and, and then doing, put your date in there, right? All of this, and the date of your birthday, okay. or the date of your anniversary, or the date your kids are born, or whatever you want to do. Tax day, if you so desire. Ah. And you get funny headlines that come up that are real, one hundred percent legitimate, dumb things that have happened in the state of Florida. You want my? <laughs> oh my God, this is hysterical. Yeah. Is it going to get me fired? Um. A Florida man jailed after a woman found with hatchet wound. That, see, that's the Florida man game. So these games are a Florida inspired. man arrested to try trying to catch them all. I don't want to know what that is. So these games are inspired by that bit, including evading arrest obstacle course, jump over fences, through backyards, and away from actual police officers to earn your freedom. 
Florida man walks out of, I'll say, grocery store with 12 bottles of wine. They also have the Florida man category five cash grab where you are in category five wins as you scramble to grab as much real money as you can. Florida man donates a barrel of blood. A catalytic converter, two bikes, and a handful of copper pipes. A race against time. Compete head-to-head in a race that lets you live a day in the life of a Florida man headline. So you steal a catalytic converter, you have two bicycles, and a handful of copper pipes, and have to work your way around an obstacle course. I feel like we need to put this on YouTube or something so that all of us can watch this. I have never played this game, but I can't believe how many, uh, like, a lot of crazy things happen on November 26th. Yeah. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, and it's not just that date, it's all of them. Uh, the Florida Man game has been known for a long period of time, but now we have games in here. So, Andy, of anything I've read thus far, would you want to compete in any of these? What about the Florida Sumo? No. Where you put out a sumo ring and try to blast an opponent while holding a pitcher of beer. And whoever has the most beer left wins. Are you drinking it in the sumo suit? Uh, no, it is a gentleman holding a pitcher of beer while he's in a sumo suit and running into another human being. Yeah, so it's kind of like the... It's like bumper cars. Yeah, but the, like I've done that before. We've done the, the wrestling thing. I've done that. I did that as a story, I think, when I was in Columbus or Montana or something like that. But give me give me another one. Give me another one. So far, I'm not in love with any of the Florida Man games that you've given me. I'm out of the ones that they, they have a mullet contest going, of course, because it is a Florida Man. I, I don't know. The way my hair is going right now, I might be pretty close to that. The chicken coop bingo. Two chickens will decide whether you win or lose in this fun game inspired by the Florida family. It's kind of like uh, cow. I guess. Cow bingo. There's, is is there a, yeah. Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, interesting. You've never heard of that before? No, I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's the thing. Uh, the nine one one fight night, where you watch police officers take on firefighters at a boxing match. Ah, that's an interesting one. I don't know that. Uh, I, I don't like that. Uh, I, I can't. All of our first responders get along. Well, we would like that, but you know, Florida. Oh, that's true. It is Florida. <laughs> you know, I'd I'd like to make a rule. You know, st- make a statement about that, or I. Pretty sure fifty or forty nine other states would have a better way, but Florida lives in its own little world. I'm half tempted to Google an Ohio man. No, if anything, a Michigan man. Um, why do you think there's more stories in Michigan than Andy? It, it gets weird up there. Yeah, but so do, I mean, gets Florida's weird. about as weird as it gets, right? Florida's Michigan give him a run for his money. Wisconsin give him a run for his money too. But the the difference with Wisconsin and Michigan is that Michigan has the UP to it, and they're like feral up there. UP is, people from the UP aren't used to seeing other people who aren't from the UP. Man, it's all death and destruction when you play this game, though. It's not good. Right. The Florida man one are just kind of funny. I'm, the, the Michigan November 26th one is not a good one. <laughs> uh, well, well, here it is. Uh, where did you see it? Man bites dog. That is like the... This- Found it! That is the quintessential Call your journalism professor. newsroom thing. You know, Dog Bites Man isn't a story, but Man di- Bites Dog, that's a lead, my friends. Call the journalism professor. That's the lead. Uh, so the Michigan ones aren't good. I'm going to go Ohio here real quick. I'm sure this is really boring for everybody else, but this isn't. I, I just never realized and people play this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this a new one? No, Ohio man preparing for uh, apocalypse. Well, on my birthday, I don't that's think a that's a. You could even call that an Ohio man. I think that's a chunk of the country. 
Yeah, but that was in 2018. So there were a lot of people doing a lot of different things. I'm assuming it didn't happen very fast for him because that was back in 2018. Oh. Yes. So news out of college football, according to Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports. Oh, this is real news. College football is expected to add three new things. Helmet communication, tablets on the sidelines and during halftime, and a two-minute warning. What level? What level? College. Again, all levels? Like, I can't see. I just saw this happen. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Why? Because I have questions. You make statements. I ask questions. That's what I do. This is who I am. I know, but it's always like, okay, I'm just trying to figure this out. This is breaking news as we are going, which I should actually do it this way. Bet smarter by downloading the BetQL app and use Ohio 25 to get 25% off of your first month. Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports sources college football leaders nearing adoption of helmet communication. A long expecting mood, of course, with all of the Michigan stuff and the Michigan man who caused all of the things to take place. Uh, they are working on helmet communications between player and coach, the use of tablets on sidelines, as well as in the locker room, and a two-minute warning in a college game. After a two-day debate here this week, the NCAA Rule Committee is scheduled to vote on changes in a recommendation to the NCAA Division One Council, which rubber stamps the go. decision. So, yeah. yeah, it is Division One, The division that can afford it. Right. That's really what it is. Listen, I, I don't know. Why, why wouldn't two-minute warning be universal to the entire game? So, like, if college is going to add the two-minute warning, high school probably should do the same thing. I don't think it's a big deal. Concept will mirror the NFL. Only one member of each team can be equipped with a listening device in his helmet, and the device's capabilities end at the 15-second mark of the play clock, a mandatory cutoff time that the NFL also uses. Um... Okay, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know that all te- how quick our team's going to be able to get up to speed on that. Love it, love it, love it. It can't be that. It can't take that I, long, right? Yeah, I'm just wondering how long before teams start cheating. That's all. <laughs> I don't. I hate to be doom and gloom. I think two minute warning though. If you're going to put it in one level of NCAA, you should put it in all levels, and well, then you might as well throw it. In we'll high school. I don't think it's a big deal. Let's it's get BA's thoughts too. It's a I know he's got an eye on everything. All right, Brian Anderson will answer these questions next. Basket of Phelps with Dan Menigan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 